Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim and Afyomi. My name is Yitzchak at Shalom. We're now in Masachat Rosh Hashanah, Daflam Adalad Amud Bet. This will be our final podcast in Masachat Rosh Hashanah. In the last Mishnah, we saw the ruling that If somebody said Tefilat Musaf, uh, and then only afterwards got the shofar, then they say they blow and uh, blow the tkiyah shuat independent of the brachot. Tam shofar mikara. That's only because they didn't have the shofar in time. shofar mikara. which means the ideally, if you do have the shofar, then you blast the shofar with seder habrachot. A story. Papa bar Shmuel He got up to say tefillah. Amarle Shamei told his servant, "Kina hear Allah when I give you a little hint, Tkali." It was at the end of each bracha, he would give him a little nod, and the fellow would blast for him. Amarle Rava. So Rava said, "Lamru ela bechever ear." This is only true when you're at the chever ear, the main synagogue. Tamiachik shu shoman shoman ala seder v'al seder brachot. You hear the tkiot ala seder and on seder brachot in the tefillah, as we said it, malchiot. You blast the order of a shalom seder brachot, but not during the tefillah. If you don't know how to blast, your friend can blast for you. But somebody else cannot say the tefillah for you. The tkiah is more a greater mitzvah than the brachot than the tefillah kitzad. What does that mean? Let's say of two villages. You can go this way or that way. In one place they have a bal tkiah, but nobody who can lead tefillah. In the other one they have the opposite. You go to the place of the tkiah. Pshita, that should be obvious. Had to write the other rabbanan after all. Tkiyas do writea. There's a lot tzricha dafagav davadei rasafek. If you know for sure, certain, there's a fellow there who leads the tefillah, and over here there may be a fellow as a tkiyah about is about tkiyah. You still go there uh, to the about tkiyah. Okay. Kashem shtiyachzibu chayav kachol yachid yachid. So the position of the chachamim is that every individual is chayav, and Rabbi Gamliel says no. The shtiyachzibu does it on their behalf. Tanya. Is the background. So they said to Gamliel, why does the Tzibur say Tfilah at all? Let the Shleich Tzibur get up and just do it out loud once. To allow the Shleich Tzibur to go over his Tfilah and prepare it for the public recitation. He said back to the counter, if every individual is Chayav, in order to fulfill it on, the, on behalf of the person who doesn't know how to say tefillah. So the answer is, Rabbi Gamliel says, just as he does it on behalf of the one who is not an expert, he's able to also fulfill it for one who knows how to say tefillah. <coughs> In other words, everybody. He said, Chachamim agreed with Rabbi Gamliel. For Rav Mardani Machlokot, Rav disagreed and said they were still at odds. Shema Rabbi Chia bereid the Rav Bar Nachmani, Azal Amar Lishmata Kamei the Rav Dimi Bar Chinina. So he heard this Shmua quoting Rav that the Machlokot was still on. Amar Lehachem Rav, he said that's exactly what Rav said. Adaini Machlokot. The Rav Machana Nami Achikamar Machana said the same thing that the Machlokot is still there. And when did Rabbi Yochanan say that the that the Chacham agreed with Gamliel? Rabbi Yochanan Ashmata Ifli Galei Rishlokish that Rishlokish disagreed with Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan indeed said that the Chacham agreed. Rishlokish disagreed and said, "V'mar Daini Machlokish," just like Rav. 
Mir Rabbi Yochanan Achi since when did Rabbi Yochanan say that Machloket was settled in favor of Gamliel? Rabbi Yochanan Sipor Amar Rabbi Yochanan Kor Rabbi Yochanan Hilchatak Rabbi Gamliel. If we rule like Rabbi Gamliel, then Hilchatam Yichlal the Pligi. That implies that there's still a Machloket. Okay. Kisalik Rabbi Abba Miyame Persha. Uh, Rabbi Abi, Rabbi Abba was, uh, on a seafaring, uh, uh, voyage, and he came out, he, he, he came back, and he explained what Rabbi Yochaman meant. As opposed to the rest of the year. And it was, when did Rabbi Yochaman say, meaning that they still disagreed. That was about tefillah during the rest of the year. And when did he say that Chacham agreed with Gamliel? That's about brachot of Rosh Hashanah The report we said was about Rosh Hashanah So that one doesn't work. It's not that Chachamim, all of them agree with with Gamliel, but Rabbi Meir did. So now we got three schools. Rabbi Gamliel who said Shleich Tzibur Motzi everybody. Rabbi Meir who originally disagreed and then agreed. Hachacham who continued to disagree. Tiny Rachot Shavashanu Kibboim Shleich Tzibur Motzi Amim Dechavatan Diveri Rabbi Meir. Exactly Rabbi Gamliel's position in the mouth of Rabbi Meir. Chum Omim Kishem Shleich Tzibur Chayav Kach Kol Yachid VYachid Chayav. Chum stuck to their guns. My Shnahani. So then why would they disagree? Why would they agree? About Rosh Hashanah Kippur, Tfilah, but not about the rest. Um, that uh, that the according to the, the report, the Chacham agreed with Rav Gamliel. Here, Mishum Nefishi cry because there's a lot of psukim. Is that the reason? A bare, bare, bare minimum is to say when you say that Hashem, you're the King. And Hashem, remember us. Then you've already fulfilled it. The answer is that there are many brachot, and the wording of the brachot, uh, and the introductory paragraph, and the, and the, uh, before the psukim, and the ending paragraph is quite complex and rare. We only do it once, twice a year, two days a year. Therefore, it's hard for people. Okay. So, we think that's only if you're saying tefillah on your own. Let's see, we're low, but tefillah can't get away with that little. If he said of tefillah katuv more, then he has fulfilled the bare minimum. General rule: you should go over your tefillah before you're going to get up and say tefillah. Have it clear to you so you know what you're saying. He said that makes sense about the tefillah of Rosh Kippur and about things that come once in a while, fast days and regalim. But not everyday tefillah that we're too familiar with. We don't really need to go over it every time. They tell the story that uh, I think they once found Reb Chaim sitting there before Rosh Hashanah and memorizing the machzor so he'd be very comfortable with the tefillah and not have to check the words. Rabbi Yehuda used to go over his tefillah every time before saying tefillah. Evidently, he would say tefillah once a month. That's like an occasional tefillah. Interesting chat that Rabbi Gamliel not only exempted everybody in the synagogue 
but even the people who are out there working. And even, and certainly the ones who are in the in Beit Knesset, the answer is the answer is the opposite. The one who are out in the field, they have to be out in the field, so they have no choice. He's most of them. The ones in the Beit Knesset, they can say tefillah. The people who are behind the Kohanim, uh, they, uh, where the Kohanim stand, they're, they're standing not facing them, but behind them, are not including the Bracha. It's Sugyan Masachat Sota. So, the only ones who Gamliel said are exempt are the people out in the fields. They're committed to doing their malacha. This, of course, now is talking about weekday tefillot, and they cannot uh, have uh, proper tefillah. Aval, ba'ir, lo, but those people who are in the city uh, would have an opportunity to, people who are tradesmen or artisans, would have a chance to go over their tefillah and then to uh, say it properly, and therefore the Shleach Tzibor is not motzidah. We have successfully completed our study of Masachat Rosh Hashanah. Shakoach to all those who have been studying with us. Chein chein lo raita. And Hashem in the next podcast, we'll begin our study of Masachat Tanit. Meantime, everybody should have a wonderful day.